Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. Jenny Chase here. September is drawing to a close. It is National Service Dog Month, so I definitely wanted to chat with my friends from the Warrior Canine Connection in Boyds, Maryland. They train service dogs. For our veterans and joining me first, she is a certified service dog trainer. It's Cheyenne Wild. Good morning, Cheyenne. Thanks for coming on. Oh, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So how long have you been training man's best friend? Um, I've been training dogs for about six years now. Um, I started with pet dogs first um, and now I'm in the service dog world. What are some of the differences between training a pet and training a dog that is going to be assigned to a veteran in need? So definitely socialization. Um, so we start from, you know, basically that the day, the day that they're born, um, that we start socializing them to sounds and textures um, and different things like that. And then, you know, throughout their training, they, we expose them to, you know, different locations, um, you know, animals, things like that. We need them to be super comfortable with seeing everything there is out in the out in the world with right. their partner and handling it super calmly. Um, so socialization is definitely a big one that's a difference. Um, and then our like the expectations that we have of the dog. Um, I mean, we're, we're basically asking the dog to just lay there and do nothing. Um, and that's hard for a <laughs> yeah. lot of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you end up doing this? I assume there's a special certification you have to have. So um, there are schools out there that can teach you how to do training in general. Um, most people do choose to do the pet dog life. Um, but I chose service dogs because I just found that the connection between the human and the dog to be amazing. And I wanted to be a part of that. So um, I went to a school in California and I learned the whole, the whole thing about service dog organizations. So not just the training aspect, but the health and the business aspect of it and things like that. And then um, I got, yeah. And then I got my job here um, at uh, Warrior Canine Connection. What are some breeds of dogs that typically excel at being service dogs? So we have found um, a lot of success with Labrador Retrievers right. and Golden Retrievers. Yeah. Um, but honestly, any dog, any breed can be a service dog. Really? Um, and yeah, absolutely. You just have, they just have to have the temperament and the drive to do it. So, you know, we um, want to make sure that the dog that we place with a veteran um, can accept other dogs, uh, is you know, calm around other people, things like that. Um, and if your dog can do that, and it's a, I don't know, a German short hair pointer, I don't know, <laughs> they can definitely do it. But, you know, being a service dog is definitely really hard. And that's the reason why we use Labrador Retrievers and Goldens is because they're so focused on wanting to please their person. Yeah. Um, and they're treat-oriented, yeah. so that's how we train our dogs. Got it. I wanted to ask something. I know I've, you know, I've been out. I'm sure other people have been out, and, and you see a service dog uh, accompanying somebody Mm -hmm. and a lot of times it says you know do not pet do not approach is it because of the bond between the dog and the the veteran so the reason i mean it's always a good thing to ask the person that's handling the dog and that's usually my first 
thing to tell people right. is just ask. They're focused on helping their person. Like if they were distracted by the public, then they might miss something that Got happens it. with their veteran. Absolutely. Shiana, how long does it typically take to train a service dog? Um, so we say about two years for our dog. Okay. Um, and these dogs are in training around the clock all day, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's a big commitment for sure. Yeah. We always want them to, you know, their puppy raisers to take them out in public a lot. Um, to socialize them to tons of things, um, nice and slowly, of course. Yeah. But Do they ever need remedial training? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it does. it's not uncommon that we see that. And okay. that's just because of transition time sometimes. Um, and, you know, they just, the, the veteran themselves wants a refresher on a, on a command that they might not use as often. Yeah. So, you know, it, it is kind of like riding a bike for the dog. You know, they, if they don't practice in a while, they get a little rusty at Got it, it, but they still kind of remember. Got it. Um, you know, just to kind of refresh things if they aren't using it as often. Um, and maybe just refining whatever it is that they're, they're using on a daily basis. All right. A lot of good, interesting information from Cheyenne Wild a certified service dog trainer who works at the Warrior Canine Connection. Now we're going to chat with a couple who is very involved with this organization, Pat and Jane Hipsley. Hello. Thank you for joining me. You're welcome. It's good to be here. How did you learn about the Warrior Canine Connection in the first place? A little bit of a sad story. Oh, no. Jane? Um, I have a friend named Augusta, and she was going to a paint night, and... Lo and behold, um, there was a dog named Fury there. Fury. And I think, I'm pretty sure it was Robin Martin's dog, and they were both at the same paint night. And um, we had just lost our son to PTSD. Oh. Oh, my gosh. So we were trying to find something that we could do. Lo and behold, that's what we did. <laughs> we we got a hold of Warrior K9, and we've been with them ever since. Well, um, thank you from all of us for your son's service, and I'm terribly sorry for your loss. But I do appreciate your bravery and your strength in telling uh, telling your story and and why you're involved with the uh, the Warrior K9 connection. So um, you met you met Fury, and you decided this is what we're going to do. This is our path. And you decided to become what they call puppy parents for the Warrior Canine Connection. Can you describe that process to us? Well, we went for an interview with Cheryl, told her our story, went through training as a puppy parent, and we got our first dog about maybe two months later. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Were you nervous at all? Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) We had never trained dogs before. We've had dogs, but we never trained them. I mean, we trained them according to what we knew, but... Not not like it takes to train a service dog. So what kind of puppy did you get, and what was his or her name? We, our first dog was Jack. Jack. Jack was a black Labrador. Oh, my gosh. And, and all the dogs are named after soldiers, and they keep that name for life. Wow. Um, and Jack was with us for about a year, and then Jack chose another career. Jack was a barker. He was um, a little bit timid and afraid of his own shadow, but he's a huge dog. Yeah. <laughs> so Jack went on to become a... Uh, a family dog, which is what they do uh, if a dog falls out. Um, they go to a military family as a family dog. And Jack wound up with our son. Our son was uh, suffering with depression from the loss of his brother. And Jack has made a huge difference. 
again, I'm so sorry for what all your family has gone through. And I, I'm just I'm thankful that the Warrior Canine Connection was there to help you, you know, find a way to to I, I can't even honestly, I can't find the right words. I, yeah, I thank you. That's that's the perfect word to help you heal. So after Jack, who did you um, get to, to train? After that, it was Rossi. Rossi. Yeah, Rossi. Rossi's a golden retriever. Rossi, and she, she was a beautiful, she is a beautiful dog. She's awesome. <laughs> Did you have her for over a year as well, doing all the, the training? Yes, we had her for um, almost two years. It takes about two years to train a dog fully for, um, for service. And then what they do is they bring them in for advanced training and match them with a veteran. And, and Rossi was matched, and she's a golden retriever, and she's uh, doing a great job right now. She's with, um, ha- happens to be with somebody who works for uh, WCC, but that was not the case at the beginning. Okay. But she is just a great, great dog. And to go back to Jack, I'm what sorry. Jack has done for our family is what Jack is what these dogs do for veterans. They have such a healing, unconditional love about them that. It, It's amazing. It's just amazing. So Jack and Rossi, can you tell us who came after after that? Because I believe there have been many more, if I'm not mistaken. That we had McGee, and McGee is now a service dog, and he's with a veteran, and he was awesome. Uh, He has over 100,000 air miles. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Because he travels with his veteran, and he is he 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 kind of stole my heart. Well, they all steal your heart, but some of them are just so special. <laughs> that was McGee. That was- I, as a foster um, parent, I've I've fostered um, dogs for about ten years. And I totally understand what you mean because I've loved every single foster I've ever had. But there have been a couple that just really left paw prints on my heart. So I get where you're coming from. Um, what kind of pup was McGee? McGee was a uh, yellow lab. Okay, so we've had a black lab, a golden, and a yellow lab. Uh huh. All right, who came next? <laughs> okay, the next one was Charlie. Okay. And Charlie was a black lab. Okay. And we had Charlie for about 15 months, and then they decided to make her a breeder dog. She has had, I believe, two litters. She might have had three. I have two. You're right. Two. I think she's had two litters, and uh, she was she was an awesome dog. She was full of energy, though. She, she was our energetic one. <laughs> okay, how many more have there been? Okay, there's Patty. Okay. And Patty was a black lab. Okay. Patty's, Patty's now in service. She just went into service this year. Matter of fact, she'll graduate in the graduation service at the end of September. I actually, I think I'm going to come to that. Will you be there? We absolutely will. Okay, I would absolutely love to meet you and shake your hand and tell you thank you in person for um, what what you've done and what you continue to do. So was Patty your last experience as puppy parents? Heck no. No? (laughs) No, it was Joanne. Joanne? Yeah, Joanne, and she's a little yellow lab, and we had her for... About um, 13, 14 months, okay. and then they, she went to Asheville, North Carolina, and worked with, during the pandemic, she worked with uh, oh. veterans in Asheville, North Carolina. Wow. And that's a program where veterans train the dogs, and that helps them with, you know, their healing process. Absolutely. Okay, so um, after Joanne? So when, when we get together at, at graduation, you get to meet the next three that are all living with us right oh now. Oh, my, you have three right now? 
we have Devin, who is a golden, and Devin uh, was the next one in line, and she's a breeder dog. She's had one litter. She delivered eight beautiful little golden puppies. Oh, my goodness. And by the time we get together, we'll let you know whether she is uh, ready for her second litter because wow. they bred her, and we're just waiting to hear. Incredible. So tell us about the other two you have now. Okay, and then we have LaShonda, and Lash. she is a little yellow lab. Okay. And then we also... Yesterday was her birthday. <gasps> yes. A year old, a year and then old. we have Sarah, who is five months old, and she's a yellow lab. You have a house full, and you've had a house full for a long time. <laughs> it is just so, it's so admirable. What makes training a service dog different than a pet? I asked Cheyenne this before, but I'd love to hear your take as well. Well, you have to hold them accountable, um, and that's, you know, they, 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 there's a certain thing that they have to do. They have to do it well. They have to listen. They have to, you know, learn how to go under a table or a desk and be quiet and just lay there. And it's, it's not that all dogs are meant to be service dogs, but, um, you, you know, it's, it's holding, making them accountable and right. loving them at the same time. Do you yeah. still? And we love all of them. Of they're, they're awesome. Dogs. Oh my gosh! Now, do you still keep in touch with all of these wonderful service dogs and their parents now? Um, some of them, but okay. we don't. You know, we don't like to intrude. We want them to bond with their person. It is. It's most important that they bond with that person, and and the the connection that they have and the chemistry that they have is awesome. And you can see how much that dog has helped. Every one of them. It, we're we're fine with it. You know, it's called, you know, it's like taking your kid to college and say, okay, after 18 years, you've done a, you know, this is as far as we can take you now. It's up to you. And that's how we kind of look at it. That's a great segue into the last question I was going to ask you, because as I mentioned, I, you know, do foster work and people who've never done it say to me, how do you invest so much of your heart and your soul and you love these animals and you're with them for, you know, in some cases a long time, especially in your case, but how do you say goodbye and how do you let go? Doesn't that tear you apart? And we lost the son and, and we don't yeah. want to see any other family go through what we've gone through right. if we can help it. But you cry. It's bittersweet. Yes. It is. It's it, we, well, we've come up with a philosophy. If you drop a dog off for advanced training and you pick a puppy up. Oh, that's a great way of looking at it. Unfortunately, we can't count. That's why we've got three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jane and Pat Hipsley, it has been such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time. And I am just I'm genuinely so appreciative of you being willing to share your story and your message. And we need puppy parents. Okay. Uh, there are more veterans out there than there are uh, dogs because there's not enough dogs because there aren't enough trainers. WCC right now has a, um, a, a brood of dogs coming through and not enough puppy parents for them. So anybody out there that wants to do this, it is wrenching at the end. But it's, it's, a, it's a mission of love. And when you see what they do for a veteran and its family, yeah, you can't help but doing it again. You can get involved at WarriorCanineConnection.org. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.